0: Tomorrow can be bigger just grow let the world your word overflow Give yeah. a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself.
1: This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life changing power. So, our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue our previous message.
0: This is how it goes it's sowing time, it's seed sowing time. you decide, you know what, I'm, I'm not gonna sow seeds. I'm, I'm gonna stay home, watch television, I'm gonna have parties every evening, um, and I'm, I'm not gonna sow seed. But then the boring people on your block, every day they're out there working and sowing seed. They, maybe they party at night, I don't know, but, they, but they're doing what they, they, they ought to do. But then harvest time comes, and it was pleasurable while you weren't sowing your seeds. But now it's not so pleasant when you have to beg to eat. It's not so pleasant when you don't have food on your table and the things you need. You see, he makes it sweet and joyful. You seem smart in the short term. But then when harvest comes, it becomes evident who had the right priorities and invested in the right places. Thank you for the comfort. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies and with what you may be bound to afflict you." I said this to the first service, I want to say it to you. Maybe I'm simple, but she would have lost me right here. Show me how to hurt you. Watch verse seven, and dummy says, if they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried. Then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bro strings, just like she said, not yet dried, and she bound him with them. Now men were lying in wait, staying with her in the room. This is where it really gets freaky, like you said, yeah. She has guys under her bed listening this is a complete mess. And she said to him, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he knew he didn't tell her the truth. He broke the bow strings and the strand of yarn breaks when it, like, like when a strand of, uh, of yarn breaks when it touches fire. So the secret of his strength was not known, but actually gets closer and closer to the truth as he keeps divulging stuff to this woman. See, th- thank God for a woman's beauty. Um... Thank God for for, for everything a man brings to the table, but you don't want to marry a woman just because of the way she looks. Let me say it differently. I know we got big old arms and big old chest, big old muscles, tall, dark, and handsome. But how can two walk together unless they're agreed? Unless you share the same values, I don't care how pretty she is, I don't care how much of a hunk he is, it's gonna end badly. Shared values, some of the most important stuff that you think is all about, well, don't be illegally yoked with an unbeliever, God's just being legalistic. God's trying to protect your narrow behind. He knows what's on the other side of two people. Without the same values. The men were lying in the room. The Philistines be upon you. But he broke the bowstrings. So his, the, the secret of his strength was not known. But watch this. They go the, through this, and you can read this at home three different times. One may be an isolated incident, two may be a coincidence. But three is a pattern. Skip to verse 15. Y'all gotta love right. You gotta love right. How can you say, I love you? Make sure you're loving in safe places. How can you say, I love you? I don't like saying these things, but let me tell you something. I I, I ran with more women than I ever want to talk about. But I knew I could trust that woman with my heart. And it made all the difference in the world. Then she said to him, how can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times and have not told me where your great strength lies. You think by the third time a light bulb will come on in Samson's head? Life is tough, but it's even tougher when you're stupid. You don't know whether to clap or shake your hands. I don't know. Hear me. We all have a place deep down in our souls called stupid. All of us have a place called stupid. The challenge is learning not to visit it so often. Stupid lives as close to me as it does to you. But I've learned that's a door I don't want to knock on. And it came to pass when she pestered him daily, she was putting it to him. And watch the language used here. I mean, he's it, it, rolling out a whole bunch of words here. Pestered him, then daily, I mean, this is a steady drip, with her words and pressed him, meaning he'd feel like he's in the corner. I mean, he's almost in the fetal position. Then watch this. So that his soul was vexed to death. There are few things as powerful as a focused woman. (laughs) Men and women marry right. And ladies, please use your superpowers for good. Just pretend I'm not your pastor, just your uncle. Just your uncle giving you a little wisdom. I'll show you up in a minute. He told her all her heart. And he said, no razor has ever come upon my head for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I'm shaven, then my strength will leave me and I shall become weak and like any other man. God gave Samson his anointing with a very low bar, with a very simple Condition. If he would just keep his head in check, he'd be good. But ladies and gentlemen, it starts in our heads long before it ends up in our beds. When Delilah saw, she knew it and, and she could tell that he had told her all his heart, she got him. She sent and called for the lords of the Philistines. When he had a choice between his fidelity, his loyalty to God and an ungodly relationship, he chose the latter. This is what you got to know about God. God will always allow us to choose our actions but he doesn't allow us to choose our consequences. Skip to verse 21. Then the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza. His eyes are the things that got him in trouble, and it was his eyes that he lost. God is poetic. Pay attention, he's a thinking God. Pay attention to the patterns, sometimes pay attention to the losses, because in them you can sometimes discover God's process. And what he was trying to show Samson and show us through recording this story is if you want to see God's plan come to pass in your life, you must be willing to also look away from some things. He saw some things and the first glance is not the problem, but he refused to look away. You're always gonna casually see stuff. We're in this world, it's crazy. I can't even watch television without some crazy commercial. I'm like, ah, you know, popping up. But, but it, it, it's one thing for it to kinda, you know, pass, you know, in front of your eyes. It's another thing to start living there. Martin Luther said, you can't keep a bird from flying over your head, but you can keep it from making a nest on it. They bound him with fetters and became a grinder in the prison. The most powerful man in the land was reduced to walk in a circle like a donkey, pushing a grind wheel all day long. And the people laughed and they mocked. This man that was greatly anointed, He was a judge in Israel, so when he spoke, they listened. And I have a lot of motivations for trying to do the right thing in my life. But amongst them, behind, hey, I I don't want to harm my family, I don't want to hurt that woman that has trusted me. Her father gave her to me in marriage and trusted his little girl with me, and and I want to honor him. And I I want my boys looking at me sideways. Those things are good. But also, but also... After all these years of preaching God's word, all these years laying hands on the sick and them recovering, all these years impacting lives, and I don't want people to, 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 to begin to make fun of the cause of Christ because of my life. I love Him too much. And it's not because I don't have that place called stupid. I could be just as stupid as the next guy, believe me. But I want to continue to keep loving God. Keep prioritizing Him and, and the things that, that should be second, be second, the things third, third. So that I don't end up, and Samson was anointed. Samson was powerful. Never think that your anointing will keep you, it will not. Your anointing is a gift. Your character is your choice. And I feel like today I'm warning somebody. I don't know who you are. Just keep looking forward. The grace on your life, the favor on your life that you're taking for granted. Because one of the problems with Samson is if when you read those narratives, he gets up to fight the Philistines and he didn't even, he wasn't even aware that the Holy Spirit left him. And I don't want to become so insensitive to God's presence and, and, and the Spirit of God because of the sin in my life that I don't even realize. Let me tell you something. I have friends of all walks, and I love them, and I'm not criticizing them, but I will tell you, there are a lot of churches in this nation that they, they, they would not even notice if the Holy Spirit never showed up again. Because they got their, their, their programs down, they, 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 it, it's a machine. And may we never get to the place that we're just functioning and operating in this thing and, 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 and we're just operating in the, in the, 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 the shallow water of God's mercy. And, and, and we're not swimming in the depth of, of not just mercy but grace to live better, do better, and be an example. We are lights that's supposed to shine in this world. So here he is, the great judge of Israel. They didn't have kings yet, he's the judge. When he spoke, people listened. But he lived sideways for years. And God had mercy on it. God shows mercy More than we ever realize, and just because you're receiving mercy don't mean God approves. But finally, God had to teach a lesson. It's not that God didn't love him anymore. It's like, dude, if I I, I keep letting you do these things and blessing you, you're going to think I condone them. So sometimes God hides, not from you, but for you. It's like, I, 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 I need to let you know that I can't condone that. And you're thinking, you think thinking my blessing means that I'm okay. I'm not okay. So I'm going to pull back for a second just to remind you I'm not okay. And it's not because, again, I don't love you. It's, it's because I, 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 I love you. But the next verse is the good news for Samson and the good news for you and I. Verse 22. However, the hair on his head began to grow again. His strength started to return. And this happened after it had been shaven. God's mercies are unthinkable. What Samson is showing us is your failure doesn't have to be final. Though God sees every mistake, every misstep, every miscalculation, it is never, it is never too late to turn back to God. I'm gonna say something that's counterintuitive, but if you hear me and hear it with the right set of ears, it'll set you free. If we would just learn from our mistakes, we can become extremely valuable to God. A young money market manager was just given oversight of that particular money market fund and he lost millions of dollars And when the report came, the quarterly report came, they expected the CEO to fire him immediately. And they were were surprised by the response of the CEO. The CEO said to his other VPs, he said, this was a multi-million dollar education, and I'm not gonna lose that investment too. Now that his mistakes are out of the way, I can begin to trust him with the bigger stuff. You see, God will use every mistake we surrender to him. Pay attention. So Peter, Jesus is about to die. Jesus says, you know, y'all gonna betray me. Peter stands up, no, no, all them betray I ain't like that. I will not. Yeah. Rooster crows. He betrays them three times, not once three times who was the guy that jesus had preached that first sermon at pentecost three thousand people saved the man who made a mistake wait, wait, wait watch stay with me jesus said peter you're gonna deny me three times but when that's over i want you to strengthen your brothers If you learn from your mistakes, you can become extremely valuable. God knows how to take the worst thing and work it for good. Now don't, please don't mishear me saying, well I'm gonna go out and do something sideways and see what God can do with that. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. But back when I studied philosophy, And I don't remember it specifically, but Plato said something along these lines. He said, the best guard is a good thief. Because, you know, the thief knows all the angles. And if you're going to be a good guard, you too need to know all the angles. And sometimes the the reason I recognize you is because I've been there. You know, I tell my boys when they were approaching teens, they're like, everything y'all think of doing, I thought about before you. Because I went through it, and that's why, too, as parents, stop acting like you goody goody and you ain't never did nothing in your life. I'm going to be done in a second. You need to share with your children in an age-appropriate way. Do not start telling stuff to your five-year-old. <laughs> but at the right time, begin to share. Some of what makes me a good pastor was the mistakes I made, and I could see you moving in the same direction. So I can guard some things a little bit better than if I'd never been there myself. The the, the money market manager, or I'm sorry, the the, the mutual fund manager was like, this guy got an education. See, if I get a new guy, he's probably going to make the same mistake because he hadn't received that education. So, I don't want to keep losing millions. This guy has made a mistake and he ain't never going to make that same mistake again. So now he's in position to be used. Some of your failures are actually why God wants to use you because you finally learn from them. You hear what I'm saying? Please don't hear me saying, let me go out and sin so grace may abound. But I do want to say to you, that's what they accused the Apostle Paul of preaching. And if they accused him, folks might twist it and accuse me. What I am saying here is, let me just, I, I might cover this next week. This is not the end of the story for Samson. Samson's hair grew back and God used him in an even greater way than he had before. And my message to you is your hair can grow back. God would rather it not get cut off in the first place. And I know my hair is not growing back, but your hair can grow back. God's grace is sufficient. Learn the lesson. Move on. I'm going to wrap up in just a couple seconds. The mutual fund manager said, now that my mistakes or his mistakes are out of the way, I can trust him with the big stuff. And my hope is that some of those patterns, now you can put them out of the way. So God can now trust you with the good stuff, the big stuff, and the best stuff. But... You can't graduate until you learn. You can't go to second grade till you master first. As I said earlier, lessons in life are repeated until they are learned. Give God a great big hand clap for his word today. It will protect you, it will preserve you, it'll keep you safe. Ain't he a good God, the only wise God? He loves you more than Himself. In these last moments, every head bowed, every eye closed, the people in this room, you've made mistakes, you've messed up, and God's saying, just admit it so I can help you quit it. That's what I came for. I didn't come for the righteous. I came for sinners. If you just admit that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. That I messed up, stop giving excuses, Lord, I'm a sinner, need, I need a savior. I can't die for myself, I can't pay the punishment. You can't sin against the eternal God and, and, and expect there not to be eternal punishment. An eternal being had to come here and take our sin on himself to pay the price. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, help us discover patterns in our lives that maybe we've been missing. I I know Samson didn't even see all. He didn't even realize he had patterns. But Father, you see. Father, show us the patterns that are hurting us and that could eventually cause us shame and embarrassment and great pain. Help us, God, to, to live free. Free from the Philistines. God, free from oppression. Father, deliver us from all the idols in our lives. And we will give you all the honor and all the glory. And the church says, Amen, amen.
1: You've been listening to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian, or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to slash salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big.